Hey, you, do you love reality TV? Have no one to talk about it with? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Tea Bar. And welcome to the T-Bar podcast, your friendly reality TV podcast where we discuss all of your favorite reality TV shows, including The Real Housewives, Summer House, Vanderpump, whatever you call it. Um, So on today's episode, we will be discussing the latest Real Housewives of New York episode, as well as the second episode of season one from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and then finishing off with season four of Summer House, episode three. So let's kick it off. Okay, I have some questions to get in the mood for Roni. Um, I think the good, maybe a good one to start off with is <laughs> because of the uh, the vibe at the Halloween party. Okay, so there's a parking lot fight. Who is on your team? <laughs> so do you mean just out of the Roni cast? Who's on your team? Yeah, just out of the Roni cast this season. Oh, who? How many people can we have? Um, let's say three. Like, let's break it up. Like, so, like the three you uh, you don't want on your team, uh, and the three okay. you do. Mono e mono. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Maybe Anna. Do you know who you want? Maybe you. Can- um, I think I would definitely want Leah on my team. I feel like I'm not a very, like, I don't like confrontation. Um, so I feel like Leah would be a good person to have on my team. She'd be able to kind of step in for me. Um, maybe I'm trying to think who's like a logical person in this. And I'm coming up blank. <laughs> I was going to say, are of- there any logical people in this group? <laughs> There are none. Um, maybe Dorinda. A similar energy to Leah, I guess. It will get the stuff done. Oh, and Luann. I feel like maybe Luann should bring in some calmness into the situation. Maybe let me deal with it some class, with it some class in a classy way. She's tall. So I feel like her <laughs> limbs would just like, like they hit something, whether or not she deliberately would hit them. Yeah, exactly. Um, the people that I wouldn't want would be Sonia because I feel like she'd be just such a mess. You'd be like, what are you talking about? Um, uh, who's the other one? Ramona, oh, like useless in a fight, I think. And who's left? No one. Is that all? Oh, Elise? Is Elise part of this? Yeah, let's add Elise. Yeah, we'll, we'll include Elise. Yeah. Yeah. So not Elise. I mean, she seems nice. It's just probably not as useful in a fight mm. i think mine would be now that i think about it i would want dorinda because i think <laughs> she is the most she's the loudest and she's the most obnoxious and she will <laughs> she will talk over you no matter what you say i think i would True. i would actually choose ramona as well because oh. ramona the apologizer and I don't know, I think she could be useful for certain people. She could be useful in deactivating, for example, Sonia. Um, do you know what? I would just want the craziest people on my team, hence why I choose those three <laughs> girls. And yeah, I agree. Sonia's a mess. I don't think she is going to help in any kind of fight. I think she's just going to get drunk and start rambling and saying that she's a she's working at Century 21. And <laughs> so yeah. those, yeah, that, that's my crew. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I agree with you guys. With um, I agree with Dorinda because wasn't she a, a aerobics instructor? So I feel like she's got some stamina. Mm, like if yeah. there's a throwdown, I feel like she'll be there to the end. And she's also really um, yeah, she's she's wacko this season. <laughs> so I feel like she'd channel that. Yeah. And, and <laughs> look, and she's no stranger to um, yeah. I'm thinking maybe she could get uh, maybe artifacts from her fish room and use those as weaponry. and then i think leah's a good choice she Mm. uh, obviously used a water bottle um in that police scenario Mm. um and 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 don't forget the ravioli she could be flying who would have thought the ravioli she's resourceful Mm. that's exactly right and maybe she'd get her sister in there as well 
Um, and in terms of a third, uh, I'm not really sure who I think is maybe the third one. Maybe you just want I the would two. like to go back and maybe think Jill Zarin. Oh, okay. Because mm, yeah. I feel like she's got some tood. Yeah. Yeah. True. They're mine. And Jill nice. Zarin also has a lot of connections, as we know from Alex uh, True. record. True. That is very true. Mm. <laughs> Jill Zarin! <laughs> <laughs> I'm keen to get started into the recap if you guys are. Yeah, on. let's do it. Definitely. I thought New York this week was actually so good. It was so much better than... Well, not last week's because we haven't had a show for a couple of weeks. Um, but the last episode that we did watch, uh, I feel like there was just so much that happened in this episode. Where do we begin? I mean, first they the girls go shopping and then um, Sonia and Elise, they go out for dinner. Then Dorinda catches up with Hannah, her daughter. Then Leah goes out with Rob and her daughter for dinner. Then they're out getting ready for the Halloween party and then they have the Halloween party and oh my gosh, I feel like any time actually these women are together and drinking, it just always makes for a good time. Um, but yeah, where, where to begin really? Um, I'd like to maybe start off by saying how weird it is seeing their confessionals at home mm. and like the audio is like so much more different and Ramona's yeah. like where she's staying the kitchen apartment the <laughs> colors are so bizarre like <laughs> this blue yes do you know when I first but it was saw... really cool that oh, sorry yeah go oh, I was just gonna say when I first... oh, I was just gonna say it was really cool seeing Avery come in and she like talks smack <laughs> yeah definitely um when I first saw Ramona in the kitchen I thought it was a fake backdrop and I thought it was a cartoon um but yeah avery walking past so funny so good came out of left field loved it oh and on that note did you guys see that um elsie elise (laughs) i just don't really know her name (laughs) just call her elsie she's elsie (laughs) she um she was saying like how hurt she was about that avery said that because her husband got avery a job and they never like thank him for it oh that's a Ramona thing to do. So stinger, singer. Yeah, so that's where this kind of this feud is coming from, is because of that? Um, I think there's a whole bunch of other things. Like um, they were saying that Ramona is just, like if you've got something that she can mooch off, she is one of those friends. And Elise, mm. Elsie doesn't really feel like she has anything that like, Ramona wants to, to use. Mm. So she's like, eh. Yeah, true. That can't be a hundred percent right because she's friends. Ramona's friends with Sonia, and I don't think Sonia has anything at the moment. Yeah, sometimes I think that their relationship is out of convenience, though. Like mm. I think they've been friends mm. for a long time, and I think that Ramona does get annoyed at Sonia. Yeah, I think so too, and I think it's because Sonia still has the Morgan connections, and maybe those are. Uh, weighing a big yes, weighing factor true. and um it wasn't sonia saying that she was like oh i told you my daughter's going to college and the news said your daughter's going to college <laughs> and i'm half mm. wondering if avery and sonia's hottie daughter are like friends because sonia's daughter would be like uh. she, she'd be buried in all her cash like she'd have so much oh yes that's yeah. true actually i forget yeah i forget that the daughter would probably be very well off mm, that's true God, it must be nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Oh gosh, I am actually just wondering, like, where to begin on this. Just on that confessional, I was just going to say that it's just so interesting because Bravo can blur the lines between, like, oh, when was this person like narrating? But they can't now, and obviously the Halloween episode was filmed yes. October, November. And their confession is a filmed in uh, filmed in April. That it's like it's like whoa, look at the yeah, difference. Yeah, I'm actually quite surprised um, that they haven't filmed all their confessionals. Like I just assumed that all the confessionals were filmed. I know that they kind of do break it up a little bit, but I thought that they were all kind of filmed around the same time, like at the beginning. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's interesting to see them like that. It is kind of a halfway time, and they do refilm them all again after. Mm. 
Um, uh, also, though, did they change their um, what's it called? Change their opening lines, or yes. am I just did I just never notice? Yes, notice they, did. they did. Ah, because yeah. I was like, hold on, I don't remember these opening <laughs> lines, but I was like, oh, maybe I just haven't really been paying attention to them. Yeah, the only one that actually made sense was Leah's. I didn't really get the other ones. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I mean, yeah, I guess they had to because obviously they got rid of Tinsley. But I mm. also wonder now that they've gotten rid of Tinsley, if Elise will make a bigger kind of impact, if she will be on the show a little bit more. And it seemed like in this episode that she she may do do that. Yeah, it seems that way, especially at the lunch with Sonia. Mm. Yeah, true. Mm. She, there was just a one-on-one kind of scene with her. Um, um, so... Okay, I'll tell you what what I thought like was really mm-hmm. strange. So when Hannah and Dorinda went um, went out for lunch, was it? Mm-hmm. And then Dorinda was saying she likes all the sauces and the toppings. She said a Russian dressing. <laughs> and um, now Anna, can you tell us what a Russian dressing is? Like I'm so curious. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> 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 you have never made me a Russian dressing and now I'm quite sad uh, about it. It's news to me. <laughs> like Russian dressings, mayonnaise mm. <laughs> and sour cream. Uh, so maybe yeah. that's what she means. Do you know um, what did remind me of you this week, Anna, was... Oh my God. <laughs> what are you going to no, say? Where <laughs> Dorinda and Hannah are in the street. And Dorinda is trying to give Hannah her jacket and she's like, you're going to make me upset if you don't take the jacket. That is such a thing that your mum would do. For a little bit of backstory for everyone, when we were younger and we would go out and Anna's mum would always make sure that she had a jacket with her or would always make sure she would have an umbrella, would call you sometimes and be like, have you got a jacket? Have you got an umbrella? (laughs) Was always very concerned for how cold you would be. Yeah, to this day, I still, when I talk to her, she's like, what did you wear? Did you wear a jacket? I'm like, mom, it's 13 degrees, but no, I didn't wear a jacket. (laughs) I like to live life on the edge. But, you know, I actually thought the scene with uh, Dorinda and Hannah was quite nice. It was nice that Hannah was, you know, trying to make Dorinda obviously Mm. feel better about herself and was saying that she's more of a role model now than she's, you know, Mm -hmm. ever been. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was really sweet, but um, there was one thing I didn't understand, and maybe you guys can explain it to me. Um, it, so Hannah said, oh, like, you know, mum, you've been dealt, like, a bad hand. And, like, I know her husband passed away, and that's obviously a, a, a huge, like, really sad event for anyone. But is there anything else that I'm missing? Not that I know of. No, I feel like it was just that. Maybe, yeah. I mean, she also got dealt a bad hand when she got into a relationship with John. (laughs) Oh, it could be worse. (laughs) But that's her (laughs) Do you know who gives me John vibes, though, in this episode? Oh, I know. Yeah, that guy who I'm actually not sure what his name is. Yeah. Um, But the one that... Do you know? I want to say Frank, but I don't think that's his name. Look. Could be, but the guy that shows up at the Halloween party that had also been the guy that Ramona had double booked Tinsley with, I think it was. He is definitely, he just has this weird slob like. Slovenly. (laughs) Yeah. I, do you know what? Going back to the talk with um, Dorinda and her daughter, you. I thought it was very sweet, but I when she said, I get what she means that I'm proud of you now that you're like single rather than when you were just married because you're taking it all on your own. But I'm like, Hannah, have you seen what your, how your mother acts towards like this <laughs> other 40-year-old woman that's just trying to live her life? Like, very true. I don't think your mom's handling this very well. Oh, I agree. No. I wonder what she tells Hannah of her actions because, yeah. I, don't, I would not say that Dorinda is being a role model at the moment. No. Sadly. Mm. Do you know what? Um, do you know what's interesting? They keep showing scenes with Leah and... Is it Rob, her ex-partner? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I just... Like, I do enjoy... Because it's nice to see them co-parenting and it's mm-hmm. good to see a little bit of a backdrop to her life. 
But we've seen these scenes now a few times. And I'm just like, okay, we get it. You you and Rob, you co-parent. You didn't work out. You have a great relationship. You don't live the same life that these ladies live. You go to Chinatown and, <laughs> you know, eat in places that are not the Upper East Side. We get it. We get it. I could find better things that we could watch in these episodes. Mm, yeah. But I, what yeah. I find really interesting is later on, I'm probably jumping ahead, but then she was like, oh, he's, he's got a huge pain. Um, but he looks really short. But besides that, um, and then Lee is like, hey, Sonya in him, which is really weird, I found. Oh. Oh, yeah, I find that strange. I find it strange when people try and set up, like, their exes with their friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I must have missed that because I didn't see that. Yeah, it was, it was like, right at the end. But even friends that try and set you up with people that they went on dates mm-hmm. with, I get that quite a bit. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, that's don't bizarre. Want to <laughs> he mustn't be that great. <laughs> yeah, it's not my scene. Now, what other event? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Well, I'm keen to get into the big, the big mm-hmm. event. I'm keen to discuss the outfits. Yes. All right, kick us off then, Anna. All right. So from the Halloween outfits, <laughs> this thing annoyed me so much during the Halloween party. <laughs> Ramona's outfit, she had like this weird um, collar thing and one side mm. would just flop on her face and I'm like, <laughs> Ramona, oh, yes. <laughs> get fix that up you've gone to the bathroom at least once i'm sure why is it flopping on your face <laughs> it was so frustrating ah. um i thought uh leah's costume was amazing like mm. i thought she looked really nice uh, uh sonia was like her makeup was scary i don't know who let her out like that yeah i think <laughs> it almost seemed as though sonia had done her own makeup and then she was doing it while she was drinking. And that is just always going to be a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Um, and I think the fact that she was drunk just made her look even worse. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Leah's outfit was definitely on point. Then I did also enjoy Luann's. I thought she went to a lot of effort. Mm. But I felt like Ramona's outfit looked like something that I would dress up in when I was maybe 10. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember my mum used to have this box full of Halloween outfits and they were all just these old witch's hats and witch's <laughs> capes and that's what her outfit reminded me of. Totally. <laughs> I, um, I really liked Dorinda's outfit. I just mm. thought it was cool but really weird and I didn't get it, but mm. I was like, you go, Dorinda. Mm. Yeah, she looked good. Yes. I like the corset. Mm, that's true. Um, and Elisa's outfit, I was like, did you just go to, you know, like the $2 shop and just get the cheapest outfit you could find? I didn't, I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah, with the choker. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> but I also wonder, what, what does Elise do or why, like, how does she have money? Is it just from her ex-husband? She mentioned something this episode about she, um, Ramona can't get plastic surgery done from her. And I wasn't mm. sure if she was talking about her being a plastic surgeon or if her ex-husband maybe was a plastic surgeon? I don't think it's her ex-husband because I'm pretty sure they mentioned that her ex-husband was on Wall Street, like finance type of thing. Uh, so maybe she has like she. a cosmetic or she did have a cosmetics business. Ah, maybe, maybe. Because I did wonder that. Oh, but, that you know, we just don't have any backstory really about Elise. So no. Some would be nice. <laughs> So um, in context, I should have also prefaced that I read an article and Ramona apparently tried to get Leah kicked off the show. And then the Countess tried really? to get Jill Zarin on the show, which is why Jill's there. Oh. Ah. I just don't think they will kick Leah off the show. I no. think she's just too good for entertainment at the moment. Yeah, and she's bringing in the younger generation, which is what I think they wanted Tinsley to do. And now Leah's just like perfect for the show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't want Jill Zarin. Like, I, I didn't mind her, but just, it's it's been done, I think. Oh, really? I wouldn't mind Jill back on the show. Mm. I don't mind her. She was okay, but 
I found her, like without Bethany, I found her not that interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I noticed in Sonya's confessional, her collar was also popped on one side, and that really annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, God, someone fix her up. <laughs> Do you know I I quite liked um, Dorinda's outfit in her confessional. It kind of reminded me of pajamas. Oh yeah, the silky silky stuff. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> it looked not. Ni- it looked like it would be nice to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Too soft to touch. Um, I, th- I like seeing um, Sonia and Leah like together, and I'm. Um, I feel like this is the duo that we didn't know we needed, but I'm like excited for them to rise up. Yeah. I, this episode actually really like traumatized me when seeing Sonia, like it's, it's funny seeing Sonia drunk, but like, I think lately she's been getting absolutely plastered and really get worried about her because like she was just slurring her words in the taxi and I'm like, what? How mm. drunk can you get at pre-drinks that you're like completely wasted in the car? <laughs> oh, Anna, let's not let's no, not act like you haven't been there. I'm, 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 I'm not acting. I'm not acting like that. I, in my youth, I have. I don't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Many a times, yes, as I recall. But at the same time, I know when I've done that, I wasn't in a great place. So mm. I think that's why, like, I'm, I'm a bit worried. And it, it's not like the first time she's done it. It's continuous episode after episode. All right. Yeah. Should yeah, sh- we? Can we talk about Ramona? So it seems like all the girls are having an issue with Ramona. Like Sonia said, I get the feeling that Sonia's like she's a one-upper. And then mm-hmm. um, Elise is an issue with it because Ramona keeps putting her at the end of the table. Um, and Dorinda brought William, like that same William that Leah was like, no, William, that's my mm-hmm. thigh. Um, oh, the William. And then was Jill Zarin brought there as well to annoy? No, I think Jill Zarin's having an issue with Dorinda, which is probably not hard oh. this season. But um, what's Dorinda's real issue with Ramona? I don't know. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Like, I feel as though Dorinda is just jumping on the bandwagon now that Tinsley has left. I think that is true. She just needs someone to always have an issue with. Well, that's and a bit sad, I isn't feel it? Like it- yeah, it's all just started because of, I feel like, last week when they went to that party planner. And I think that Dorinda just feels like she's being used by Ramona. And, and I feel like Ramona is a bit of a user. Like, she does mm. use her friends. I don't think they're true friends to her. Yeah, um, I think so as well. I, did, I just, yeah, I just didn't get the whole thing. I, I don't get why she's so mad about the party and why Ramona doesn't want to have a joint party with Sonia. I think it's kind of fair enough that it's her sixtieth. She wants to have it, it be all about her, and that's absolutely, you know, her choice if she wants to do that. I don't. I just don't get it. When Sonia in her drunken state, I've written down her quote, and she's like digging into food, and she's like, "You're terrible to me." Um, to Ramona and, and Ramona's face, like I think. Does Ramona have like a one side? One of her eyes is slightly um, like lazy because like she's looking off to the side, and I'm like, oh, there's that eye again. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I wrote down Sonia's quotes as well because they were so funny. <laughs> Usually, she's like, <laughs> when she, well, she's talking about Ramona comparing everything that she does to what Sonia does, and she always has to one up her. She's like. First, I do construction. <laughs> then you say, I do construction too. Then my daughter's going to college. Well, Avery's in college. So, well, actually, Avery's finished college. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ramona's <laughs> little, like, well, she's graduated. <laughs> like, that's yeah. exactly the and point. Then, and then Dorinda is doing her speech, which, oh, my gosh, amazing. But then Sonia in the background, she's like, yes, very bad Ramona. <laughs> terrible Ramona. Don't do that, Ramona. <laughs> Yes. Sonia needed to be sent home at that point. <laughs> I know. Like, why did no one tell her, go home? Oh. <laughs> You've had too much to drink. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I thought Ramona and the Dorinda thing, like, the speech by Dorinda, that's shady. Like, 
I mean, oh. Ramona deserved it, but I'm like, oh, God, come on. Yeah, she was a bit too mean. Yeah. But what I did appreciate that Ramona did at the party, because there needs to be someone at every party, and she was cutting the turkey. Was that a turkey? That huge thing? <laughs> I don't know what that and was. I was like, yeah, good was on them. Sort of chicken. <laughs> Oof, it was massive. I thought it was funny at the party when um, Luann commented on how, like, that Rob was, like, short but cute. I was like, oh, Luann's going to have sex with Leah's husband. I can see it. <laughs> Let's pass him around. Yeah. What do you reckon um, What do you reckon he does for work? Did we ever find out? Yeah, doesn't he own, like, the male version of Married to the Mob? And that's why Leah started it, because she was like, oh. why can't I have a girl version? Uh. Because he kind of, I don't know, there's something that he looks like he's had a rough life in a sense. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I've been into the alcohol as well with Leah, but I don't know. Yeah, he he looks like something. He's got a backstory. He looks, and I yeah, all he's been baking in the sun because he's got quite a few wrinkles. I think he's just old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just in his like 50s or something. Mm. Actually, there was one other thing that I thought was really funny this episode. Mm-hmm. Leah with the seafood tower. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> she picks up the octopus and she's like, <laughs> got it on the top of the on the top of the tower and uh, Luann's like put this like leave the seafood tower alone. I agree. I I like seafood. I don't want people to touch my seafood. <laughs> but. but also at the same time I have another question why um why did she have the the severed heads on the table yeah. I agree with Rowena although I agree it's Halloween I don't want to eat with severed heads those were real I agree that's gross they were real yeah yeah I'm pretty sure they were real yeah they looked real yeah I thought they were wicked but like if they were real that's like too far yeah that's gross yeah I mean, I assume that they must have been, yeah, cured in some sort of way, but still. Ugh. Not a fan. No. But, yeah, that, I think that, that's all I had. <laughs> yeah, good, good episode from Roni. Hopefully, yeah. see some more juice coming out of it next time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's head over to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So this is season one, episode two. Um... Where to begin? So, there's a couple of things that happen in this episode, actually. Mm. Adrian and Paul, they go to Vegas for Adrian's uh, fitness photo shoot. Um, we see a little bit of a backstory about Camille um, and some extra ventures that, sh- that she kind of has on the side uh, besides uh, Kelsey Grammer. But, of course, everything that she says will always be referred back to Kelsey Grammer. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also see some inside of Kim and Kyle's life, and they go to Palm Desert, and Lisa Vanderpump heads along with them. And then um, once they are back, Kim and Kyle go to a spa day with the kids. Mm. Yeah, it was a good episode, I thought. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was really nice um, with like, Adrian's photo shoot um, that Paul wanted to spend time with Adrian, and she was like, Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I actually felt kind of sad for Paul because mm. he was like, let's go to Vegas together. Let's leave the kids. Let's go out for dinner and all do all this stuff together. And she's like, and, and he, oh, that's right. And he says, you know, I've got some work in Vegas. And she turns around and she's like, you know, he always wants to come. <laughs> he says he's got work in Vegas, but I don't think that's really what he, like what's going on. I'm like, yeah, he just wants to spend time with you. What do you mean? Like, I, I, I don't understand. I yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel like he, he irritates her. Like, when they go to that yeah. restaurant and he tries to order turkey and she's like, oh, I don't like turkey. I'm like, give, let the man have some turkey, for God's sake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. And I, I don't know. I wonder if as well, I mean, I don't know what they, how old they were when they got together or what he looked like, but she's obviously very fit and very, you know, she takes care of herself and he kind of seems like maybe he's let himself go a little bit. And I don't know, she's doing this fitness shoot with this male model and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he's obviously jealous and he realizes Mm. that he 
is, you know, maybe not as uh, fit as her, but yeah, I wonder if that bothers her. I was um, just rude with the photo shoot. Like I wanted to, I wanted to look up like the, the magazine mm-hmm. and that magazine is actually owned in Perth. How weird is that? Is Yes, oh. I don't think it exists anymore, but like so weird. <laughs> it's Did a you sign. find a photo shoot as well? Um, I couldn't find the actual photo shoot, but I found like a um, a newspaper article like referring to it and like it had, mm. the, yeah, the shots. Yeah, because I don't know, like, I mean, good on Adrian for doing the photo shoot, but I would be a little bit self-conscious if I'm, what, in my 40s or mm. so and doing a photo mm. shoot with a guy who's clearly in his 20s and... Yeah. Oh, side note, I think mm. um, Adrian Maloof, she was wearing a red dress in the photo shoot. I don't know if you guys saw. Wait, mm. was she wearing a red one? I, what yeah, it was. It was. I saw. Um, and I feel like that's the same dress that Camille wears to the <laughs> the, um, the Broadway. Tonys. Yeah, the Tonys that she oh. went to with Kelsey. Interesting. Gets around that dress. Mm. <laughs> Caught up in the red dress. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought it was interesting, the whole relationship between Kyle, Lisa, Kim, because you can tell how nervous Kyle is having Lisa and Ken at her house. Like she's trying to kind of impress them almost, even if it means, you know, kind of stepping on Kim's toes. Yeah. That's yeah, I, mean, I she, agree. She has some comments to say about Kim's daughter and how they didn't clean up the house to the standard that she would have liked. And I kind of imagine that they did clean it to what they would usually do. Mm. But then Kyle's like, oh, no, we need to make sure everything is, is, you know, is perfect and washing the windows and whatnot. She's like, you know, it just wasn't up to my standard. I'm like, no, it's just because Lisa Van Pop and Ken were coming over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Although I thought it was sweet how Lisa, you know, um, goes through all that effort with the, like, big chocolate mm. Easter bunny. I thought that was quite nice. I know, but with yeah, those chocolate shoes, you know, the, the chocolate shoes at the chocolatier, yeah. is she eating those? Like, they seem, like, too nice. Like, is she just, like, hauling <laughs> in? <laughs> who was that for? I didn't really get that. Who were the shoes yeah, for? I didn't catch who that was for strange but you know i did wonder if initially when lisa vanderpump bought that big bunny and then you know kyle and kim like their kids or whatever and kim were all just kind of hoeing into this bunny (laughs) i kind of imagine if lisa vanderpump was judging them and was like "Mm, yes of course (laughs) (laughs) poor people (laughs) these americans wild for giant bunnies yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. But just back to the um sister report, there was like a bit at the shop. Like yeah, they obviously go through the um the butter, can't believe it's not butter oh, yeah. scenario. And mm. then I think Kim I oh, know, Kyle goes to buy cream cheese and then Kim's like, No, my children don't like cream cheese and I'm like, Who doesn't like cream cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cream cheese is amazing. Oh. <laughs> so strange. I'm going through a bagel phase, so I like love cream cheese. It's like blasphemy. Oh, maybe I'll buy no, some bagels. I'm also going through a bagel phase. How good are they? They're amazing. I love them. I buy, buy so many avocados, and I just <laughs> I just love bacon, avocado, and cream cheese on my bagel. What do you like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's this um bakery in Melbourne actually, and they do chipotle like cream cheese it's actually amazing it's so good and if you put bacon on it and egg oh my god so amazing come down to melbourne to melbourne yeah Yeah. just for the just for the bagels (laughs) yes get some corona and then a bagel on the way out (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i kind of feel like in this episode it's a tone where you can just tell that kim just does not like lisa vanderpump or ken and she kind of gives Ken some sass and in her interview talking about Ken holding his little, you know, Poodle. miniature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. I guess I find that with Kyle, like Kyle kind of tries to get these, you know, important, well-off friends. Whereas I find Kim, she's not really like that. Maybe because she's already gone through it when she was an actress. Mm. 
or maybe that's just not her personality but that's that's probably the difference yeah and i think to be honest i think that kim is jealous as well because Mm -hmm. kyle clearly kind of favors lisa vanderpump and she does whatever you know she'll get out of her way as you can see in this episode to do things for lisa vanderpump and to try and make her her friend whereas yeah kyle doesn't really have kim's back and she will in a sense you know throw her under the bus a little bit just to make you know to try and be better friends with lisa vanderpump or to make lisa vanderpump like feel better about herself Mm. very true Mm. um now if we move over to camille grammar um (laughs) she says um so this is where she's talking to the writer about like the scrap free tv show Mm. and she explains that she's like sort of the the ideas person and they walk over to the barn and this barn seems to be <laughs> like the idea barn. I just find that really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is so funny. And I like how she says, like, I'm the creative one. I'm like, isn't your husband, like, a really famous actor? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I think he's the creative one. Mm. I wonder, did her show ever get made? Hmm. We'll have to Google that. Mm. Yeah, that's a I, good I, question. I, 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 I doubt it, but, you know, possibly. Mm. Um, hmm. Oh, the other thing I wrote down is that, um, so Taylor has, uh, what does she got for drinks with her friend Lisa Thompson? And this is the first time we see mm. Lisa Thompson. I didn't realise she was in the first season. Because obviously she was married to David Foster and she was in season three. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. She's Brodie Jenner's mum, isn't she? Yeah, I knew Mm -hmm. that. I didn't realise she was married to David Foster as well. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. because in the third season, isn't that why there's like a bit of animosity between Taylor and Yolanda? Because Taylor is like, oh, I don't like David because of something he's done to Linda. I I thought... Well, I know that Muhammad doesn't like um, her husband. Uh, what's his face? Yeah. What's the what's his face again? What's his name again? The Who bad man. The bad one. Who? The cowboy. The cowboy. The masculine man that Taylor's married to. Russell. What's his name? Russell. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize that that's who you were talking about. I was like, who Sorry, is yeah. Man? <laughs> yeah, so Muhammad doesn't like Russell, and I guess, yeah, Yolanda doesn't like Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, my only other notes was at the spa when mm. Kim and Kyle have take their daughters there. And then the spa, the owner of the spa refers to Kim as Kyle's mum. Yes. <laughs> it's just so awkward. I know. But, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think that Kim looks old enough to be Kyle's mum. No. Like, no, definitely not. Kyle looks at least between, you know, at least mid-30s. Like, yeah, that's right. I don't right. think that Kim looks like 50. No. Definitely not. Mm, yeah, I but don't know. <laughs> I did think I don't know. It's it, it was interesting this um this episode seeing Kim with her daughters and clearly and and her son and clearly how attached she is to them and she really has like separation anxiety even though mm. she's got so many kids and it's like just for I think her one was at Whitney she wants to go to Houston just for the summer. And she's like to Kyle, you know, you need to back me on this. Like, you need to have my back. And then Kyle goes in and she's like, oh, but, you know, so you're just going to go to Houston for the summer. She's like, yeah, 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 just for the summer. She's like, well, I think that's okay then. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, really don't like that sort of parenting style, even though I don't have kids, so I can't really comment. But mm. I think if you're going to, like, impact your kids' lives in a negative way where you're limiting them, like, exploring and having adventures, I think that... It's quite selfish. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, I didn't enjoy enjoy that kind of mindset of Kim's. And I thought it was fair enough what Kyle yeah. did. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Mm. 
Um, they're all my notes for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But um, I do have a question, just like a nice superlative. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of the season one, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast, who is most likely to leave a note on the microwave to clean it, but the, the note is anonymous? <laughs> I feel like Camille. Oh, why? Oh. I feel as though she has passive aggressive vibes to her. She is the type mm-hmm. of person that she will talk so much shit about you behind your back, especially mm-hmm. in season one. I don't know, just her whole demeanor and the way that she speaks. I feel like, yeah, she will be really annoyed that people, <laughs> you know, leave stuff in the fridge or whatever. <laughs> but she's not going to tell you to your face. She's going to send an angry email or leave a note on the fridge anonymously yeah that's fair enough i think for me it'll probably be kyle because she doesn't like to piss people off Mm. so she wouldn't want to be known to be the person to tell someone to clean the microwave Mm. but she would also be that anal that she would want someone to clean it Mm, true sorry yeah i said the fridge i'm in the microwave either or (laughs) same same sort of notion Mm. i um i agree uh, with like both in my head i feel like it's yeah it's probably kyle just because kyle doesn't i don't think she really has that wealth yet in season one but now she like surely does Mm. and i think like back then she'd be like just like putting it on the microwave (laughs) but telling like taylor armstrong and be like oh look what Mm. i did actually i have another question for you guys in Mm -hmm. Maybe even in all of the like Beverly Hills seasons, whose life would you want to live? Ooh. And you have to take it all Deep. their husbands, their kids, their craziness. Um, probably Lisa because she only has one or well, two kids, so that's manageable. Um, because the rest have so. Oh no, actually, now that I think of it, maybe Lisa Rinna because she seems like she's fun and she's got although she's not as but don't you feel like there's something deep there that like yeah. uh, there's some sort of that, yeah. yeah I feel like she must have some sort of guilt regarding her daughter's um, yeah, like true. eating disorder yeah. and then possibly Harry Hamlin is gay so <laughs> possibly your, your marriage is a scam I've never heard that rumour I heard the other rumour. Yeah, me too. I haven't heard... What was the other rumour? That rumor? he uh, forced himself on someone. Oh. Oh, is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, that's what the whole, don't you talk about my husband. I thought it was that he was... Gay. No. Oh. Not yeah, I've never heard that oh. one, Sam. But um, I'm open to just putting <laughs> them all on the table. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I've just kind of concocted that in my mind. Um, but either way, yeah, you would have to live with Harry Hamlin, who possibly forced himself. Yeah, himself. that's true. Maybe Le- maybe Lisa then, because she seems to have, like, she, you know, she seems to be happy. She's got all these restaurants. She's got all these young men still, like, crushing on her, even though she's in her, like, 50s. She's got a happy marriage. Yeah, why not? That's true. Yeah, I reckon maybe Lisa or even Adrian. Not in these first seasons because she's with Paul and she doesn't seem very happy. But I don't know. She, she's got a lot going on in her I life. I don't know. Like Besides that. the seeing, money, though, I just... Yeah, and also seeing her with Rod Stewart's son was just really weird. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> That's what I hope for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Her, the, her face is so messed up after all that surgery. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I got to agree. <laughs> I think it's like, I think Lisa Vanderpump is the clear front runner. And uh, yeah. I, I, I'm mm. struggling for others that I would want to be. Maybe Erica, just because, you know, you get to be a pop star at the like when you're a bit older. But then... Oh, yeah, but you're married to an old I know. Man. It seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, he's nice. Yeah, no, I get I get that. I think maybe... Don't they supposedly have an open relationship? Well, get best of so both worlds. So at least worlds. you get some, yeah. some other... 
person. I guess. But mm. oh look, maybe Lisa's the front runner. If I had to pick another, maybe like Lisa in or Erica. Mm. I don't even think you know. Even Kyle, like her life is like she seems pretty happy. She's got so many kids though. And, and there's always constant now, rumors about Mauricio. Like, yeah, is he? Yeah, is he not? Yeah, that would be mm. hard. True, true. Maybe, maybe Taylor's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. You know, after, after, maybe after, when she gets with a lawyer. Mm. Maybe. Or Camille. Nah, still probably not. Camille's? Yeah, to be honest, like, I feel Camille has a pretty good life, besides the fact that, she, you know, that Kelsey grammar cheats on her and whatnot. Yeah. Like, she, they did not have a prenup. I know, how dumb. And she would have got a shit ton of money. Yeah. Like, even in yeah. this episode, them talking about how many houses they have, I'm like, you got half of that. I know, it's amazing. That's true. Good on her. Mm. But remember her, her next boyfriend, and um, there was DV? Oh. Domestic violence? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, and, like, didn't she also that. have uh, some sort of cancer as well? Oh, she did. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, oh. it's probably not. Okay. It's not an ideal one. Okay, Lisa. Let's <laughs> stick with Lisa. Yeah, I think, yeah, Lisa's is pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess. That was that... a deep question, Sam. Whew. That was. I Makes was like, you think. Bringing out, the, bringing out the big guns. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait for next week. No. Oh. I've got <laughs> <more>. <laughs> How much deeper? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what are your life life and dreams oh my god <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your soul <laughs> it's not there <laughs> um, should we move on to the summer house yes mm-hmm. i think so uh so summer house i think they finished off with their um party that uh started in the episode prior and then, um, I mean, the the big thing was that Carl and Lindsay went on a date in this episode, their first date after the events that transpired. Um, and that was an interesting first date. End up with them both of them yelling at each other, which was uh, not not ideal. And then, um, then you see the team in the next weekend where they all um, where. Amanda and Kyle are back, so the mum and dad are back, and they all go for dinner, and yeah, some stuff happens at dinner. I forget what oh. I forget what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what happens. They go, they eat the dinner, and that's it. I think they have fight. <laughs> um. So my. My notes were, so at the beginning of the episode, Lindsay and Carl start, like, they're in her room and they start doing fake phone calls. I'm like, Katie, do you want to go on a day with Kalita? <laughs> oh, I my mean, God. Oh, no, no. It was yeah. so weird. It was so bad. And then because the parents are away, Hannah says, oh we God, can pee yeah. in the hot tub now the parents are gone. No, Hannah, No. <laughs> Kyle should not be the person who who limits you to that. Do you know what is really funny as well is that she says that comment and then it, the whole episode, if you're just thinking about Hannah has peed in that hot tub and then Luke comes over later, they're flirting, they're talking about Armand and how she would rate him out of 10. Meanwhile, sitting in a pool of her own wee. I know. Then later, Carl and Lindsay get in the hot tub. Uh. He's straddling him. They're making out in the pool of Hannah's pee. Gross. <laughs> that is gross. Because that doesn't get filtered. Like, how do your hot, hot tubs work? Is there a filter in there? It's not like a pool, right? It's not like no. a chlorine I think you thing. drain it and then you just like, yeah. yeah but sure. Surely, like, surely yeah. they're not draining it. I hope they're that. bleaching it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and gross. they definitely did not drain that throughout that party. Oh. It's disgusting. <laughs> Could you imagine what is in that hot tub? Ooh. Yeah, mm. bodily fluids. Mm. Um, 
I also saw that at their dance, like they dance, you know how at night, like after they go out drinking and they're all just like dancing in that room that Jordan yeah. was like sleeping in for a while there. And mm-hmm. like that seems really fun. But then they broke a glass vase. And I'm like, why do they have glass stuff in the house? Like they know they're just mm-hmm. going to party and get drunk. Mm. It does make me wonder who has rented this house to them because surely they trash it. Yeah. But you'd you'd get a percentage from Bravo, I reckon, for that house. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess they must be paying mm. a lot for it, and yeah, I guess it would make it easier. You know, you're not having to constantly rent it out because it's already rented out the whole summer. But you guys probably saw as well that whoever owns that house is trying to sell it. Ah, yes. Um, I actually think Kyle said that they've been trying to sell it since they were in, like, season one filmed uh, it. Okay. Uh, it's just that like, never yeah. so. Because, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it would be good to get a bit of a shake-up, get a, get a new house. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. Totally true. Um, what did you guys think of the date? Mm. I thought it was, although, like, it could be... It is a sweet gesture that Carl, you know, set up this picnic type scenario on the roof. I also thought it was kind of cheap of him as well. Oh, uh that's exactly what I thought. I was like, Carl, you're trying to save money on Lindsay. Yeah. (laughs) So he's like, I'll just take her for a date on her own roof, not even on his roof of his building. But he did. He doesn't have a roof on his building. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was a really cute surprise. Um, but <laughs> then part of me is like, did he just, does he just like Lindsay because her doorman's name is Carl? Because he like, maybe. Could <laughs> <laughs> Good um, And then what I also really, because I find Carl and Hub House really weird to watch. Like, mm. it's just a bit cringy. Mm. But I like that Hannah said to, um, Lindsay, you went from third base to first, finally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so that was quite funny. I just don't feel as though they have a lot of sexual chemistry. Not at all. I, yeah, I agree, Claire. Like, it's, it's, they're quite kind of cringy to watch. Mm. And I actually thought their fight seemed a little staged because at one point I could see both of them smiling while they were yelling. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Or, like, laughing, trying to hold in laughter. That's what it seemed like to me. And I'm like, I wonder if this whole thing is just mm. concocted. Mm. You know, you might be, like, you might be right. There was, I did, when I was watching it the first time, I did kind of wonder, is, like, was it staged? More for the fact that throughout the season, you see Lindsay trying to talk to Hannah and trying to get her mm-hmm. to start crap with Paige. And yes. I did kind of wonder, yeah, is Lindsay just trying to kind of hype up the show and, and get more ratings and whatnot by bringing more drama? And I wonder if, yeah, her relationship with Carl was fake. Probably. Mm. Um, what what did you guys think of um, Kyle speaking to Amanda about um, how, like, their relationship you know, hasn't been as hot and heavy as he would like it to be. Because when I first saw this uh, scene, I kind of thought that Kyle was a bit of an uh, bit of an asshole for bringing it up. But now, now that I've seen it again, I kind of was like, well, he's talking about his needs that need to be met in their relationship, and he's just trying to, you know, see her point of view. So I'm not, I'm not that against him in that part. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's good to have these types of conversations with your partner. Like, obviously, it is a, an issue for him. So it's best that he does speak about it as opposed to not. Um, in the sense of, <laughs> would I be happy if I was Amanda and having this conversation on camera? Mm. No, I would not be. But at the same time, they are on a reality TV show. So, and these are the problems that they're having in their relationship. So... I guess, yeah, it's one of those things where he felt he should bring it up on the show. Um, I just think, yeah, I, I agree. I think you, it's good that they're showing everything um, and it just makes me feel, like, really weird about them and I don't really love to watch them because they clearly have some deeper issues going on. 
Mm. Yeah, they they definitely do. Um, oh, so my other some other notes you can <laughs> I'll just tell you them. Um, I thought it was really interesting <laughs> seeing Kyle and Carl go to go like we see how Loverboy is packaged and also that mm-hmm. they raise like 1.3 million US and what that goes towards and I thought that was um yeah it was really good insight into Kyle being an entrepreneur. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was cool. I really wonder if we can get those drinks to Australia somehow. Oh, apparently shipping is expensive in the US, so imagine it here. Uh, yeah, because I was, I went on their Instagram once, on their Loverboy Instagram, and even in the US, it's not available in all states yet. And people were like, uh, how can okay. we get these and that? We're trying, we're working on it. So I think there's a lot of, I mean, it would probably be even harder to get it into Australia, but even in the US, each state has mm. different laws. So they're having to go through a lot of um, issues trying to get it into even into each state over there. And apparently it's quite expensive. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like it's Getting into the shipping industry, that's where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think of Carl's decision to bring in Kyle? I mean, Carl as a salesman for Loverboy. <laughs> I just thought it was a terrible decision from the start. I mean, we've seen uh, Carl in previous seasons get fired from his jobs for just not, you know, not not being good enough. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Like, I, I see what Carl's doing. You know, his friend needs a job. He's giving him um, kind of, you know, a helping hand. But at the same time, it is risky. It's risky when you, you know, get into business with friends, especially when they don't have a good track record because how do you approach that conversation mm. when they don't perform which you know spoiler alert we see that it it's not the greatest thing between those two um i think what was a really good idea on kyle's behalf was um even though he is isn't he the ceo of their um mm-hmm. small venture that he didn't put him as the immediate manager for Carl, which I think is like a really wise move. Um, mm. Yeah, and I can see why he did it. And it, doesn't he also, like Kyle says, that on his best week he does like half the sales. So, yeah. so there's so clearly he- like a benefit to the risk, but, yeah, it's still a risk when you have someone who's got some dependency issues. Mm. Yeah. Who, who's the manager? Who's Carl's manager? Is it Amanda? No, no. I, I think it's another dude. Uh, okay. Like it must oh, be like good. the CFO or something, like, or whatever their roles are in this, in their venture. Uh, hmm. yeah, interesting. Um, I don't think I have any other notes for it, but um, I can end on a on a question for Summer House if that's a good conclusion oh, for you guys. Let's do it. Um, who is most likely out of the Summer House cast to be on Seeking Arrangements? <laughs> what's what's Seeking Arrangements? Um, so it pairs like sugar babies with sugar mama or sugar daddies. Oh. So are we saying sense of who will be the sugar mama or the sugar? E- either or, right? Sugar daddy. Whatever you're thinking. Oh. I think the obvious one is Kyle. I think he would be seeking an arrangement. He's already professed, you know, his keenness into choosing women that are much younger than him. And he actually, I remember he was on a podcast once. I don't remember whose it was, but he was saying, you know, girls in their, like, he chooses girls that are in, like, their early 20s because once you hit 30s, you're kind of over the hill and, like, you're in your prime when you're, like, 26, 27. So it's, like, he chooses them when they're that young so he gets them in their prime or something disgusting like that. Ew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the- oh, oh, gross. I do remember you mentioning something about that last, mm. maybe last ep- last episode. Um, and hence why he had chosen Amanda. And then you had said that women don't hit their sexual prime until they're in their 30s. <laughs> yeah, I don't so. know what he's reading, but <laughs> he's got the wrong information. But yeah, I could see him like when he's gets mm. really successful with Loverboy and him and Amanda aren't on a great terms, that he'd be on those sugar babies. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Do you know who I think would be on it is Carl. Oh, yeah. But I think he'll be a sugar baby. (laughs) (laughs) One big baby. (laughs) And I... Yeah, I just imagine that one day he's going to be washed up and he's not going to be on the show anymore and he's not going to have any money, not going to have any friends because he has a drinking problem. He's lost his job and he needs some money and he is going to go on there, become a sugar baby and find some older woman or man because we have heard the rumours and get some cash money that way. (laughs) I I could see him and Ramona getting together because she's obviously very Mm. well off. I reckon they would make a great couple. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, did you guys see that episode of Watch What Happens where I think it's Ramona on there and she's talking about Avery and them trying to set Avery up with I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it actually might have been Craig. Oh, uh, Craig, oh, wow. don't run, do it. Craig, <laughs> run. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Don't do it, Craig. No, just give you jewels at the least. Mm, mm. Yeah, true. Um, what about you, Claire? What do you think? Uh, um, I think Luke because... Oh. Like we don't really know how he su- yeah like True. how he survives in New York, and um d- didn't doesn't he say that he or oh, maybe I've just heard it randomly doesn't he like to be dominated? And oh, I feel like I an older lady that. would uh, oh. provide those sorts of needs. That makes sense why he likes Hannah in that case, <laughs> because she's like a strong woman. Hmm. I could imagine her doing that too. Yeah, definitely. Ah, okay. That's interesting. That's a good point, actually. I didn't think of Luke. Mm. Yeah. Actually, do you know who else I could imagine mm. being a sugar baby? Is Jordan. <laughs> yes. I, he doesn't need He doesn't <laughs> need the money, though. No, that's true. But, you know, I think he'd do it just for the hell of it. Yeah, <laughs> true. True. I, I heard that Jordan and Ramona have hooked up. Weird. Wow. <laughs> I could see I could see it though. They're both odd people. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, yeah, I guess that's uh recaps for the week. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't have uh, anything else to to say. I think uh great week everyone. Great week. Um do you guys are you guys watching anything? In particular, um, what, what am I watching this week? I'm still watching Below Deck because obviously that is on every mm-hmm. week, uh, and uh, as I say every week, that you guys should uh, start watching it <laughs> because uh, we could also recap Below Deck. <laughs> um, I've also started watching. I think it's called Lots of Laughs or La- Laugh Out Loud. <laughs> oh Sorry, yeah, I, I yeah, it's on um, on on Amazon Prime and it's got Rebel Wilson. Yep. She hosts it. Which is okay. I haven't really gotten that far, but there's some funny bits. Nice. What yeah. about you, Claire? Um, I don't know that I'm watching anything new. I think I've been quite busy this week. Mm, have a life oh, boring. <laughs> um, I've been watching The Great on Stan. Um, it's about oh. Catherine the Great. It's actually really good. Um, is this about the, o- the, the princess or queen or something in Russia? Yes, yeah, the Empress of Russia. Um, mm. It's it's really good. I enjoy it. The only thing is, like, my mum can't watch that show because she would get so annoyed at how they've depicted Russian people. Oh. <laughs> Which, <laughs> very unintelligent, crude, and just, like, vulgar. <laughs> oh, really? I did wonder yeah. kind of what was the, you know, what was it all about? Is it good, though? It's funny. I find it quite entertaining. I liked... Um, I have some inspiration because <laughs> um, Catherine the Great, so she marries Peter the Third, and like they realize that they don't really love each other. So he like finds her the greatest lover in the land, and he's like, "Here you go, wife. Like here's a present for you." Oh, that's nice. Like, and I'm like, that is so sweet. <laughs> that's the kind of marriage I want. What a great guy. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been watching. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have to give it a watch this uh Yeah. This, this week. Let me know what you think. 
Um, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all for me, folks. Enjoy episode four. All right, guys. Well, that concludes episode four. Please follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, be sure to leave us a review. Give us a like. Follow us. Um, see you in the next episode. Bye, you guys.